So the next morning she gets on a plane and they take off and she starts farting so hard that it's creating turbulence on the aircraft itself. According to the air marshal, they may have been queefs as well. All right, welcome to the show, everybody. I appreciate you being here. Today, we're going to talk about something uh, I call it pit wop, perfection in the way of progress. Um, and this actually came about from a conversation I had with a guy that I met in Savannah. We were on a trip this week, and I uh, sat down at a bar and ended up talking to this guy for two hours. Super cool dude. Um, and uh, yeah, our conversation got me thinking about this. So thanks, man. I appreciate it. Before we get into that, my friend Marissa wanted to wanted me to shout her out on the show and also let me know that the word of the day is turbulence. So I want to share a story about Marissa um, that happened, I'd say probably six months ago or something like that. So she was over here. Um, we had gone out. We had gone uh, and drank a little bit. And then the next day she was flying home and... We had eaten some like sushi and stuff like that. She drank a lot, man. She's a like basically a freaking alcoholic. And so she was like drinking a ton and just eating all this sushi. And it was so we went and got sushi at a restaurant and then we went to Publix at like eight thirty at night, you know, and the sushi's been sitting there for a while and she started eating some of that too. So the next morning she gets on a plane and they take off and she starts farting. And she starts farting so hard that it's creating turbulence on the aircraft itself. And as far as we know, they were just farts. Um, I think according to the, um, what's the security guard in the sky, uh, the air marshal. According to the air marshal, they may have been queefs as well. So that was um, that was an interesting story. So thank you, Mar- Marissa, for Uh, providing us with a word of the day. If you have a word of the day that you'd like on the show, go to podinbox.com slash chine on or leave a comment on the video or the episode. Let us know what the word of the day should be next time. And uh, yeah, we'll do that. One other thing, when I was in Savannah, um, (sighs) we went to a place called Better Than Sex and we we had, it's a chain and we had been looking at this place for a few years and it's in all different cities and things like that and you look at the menu online you look at everything you th- i thought it was going to be this like dark mysterious like kind of place it's like a fucking cheesecake factory but in the dark it's it it was like you walk in the person up front was nice very kind. We got seated at the table. And then the waiter comes over and is like, hey, y'all, you know, we're picking it up and I'm putting it down and then picking it up again. And then we're just like putting it back down. We're going to like play around a little bit. We're going to have a little fun and like, oh, you guys here for first time. Oh, you guys are our virgins and stuff like that. It was like very cheesy, all that kind of stuff. I'm not shitting on this particular guy because I know he was just doing his job. It's like the same thing if, as if he was at 
a fucking cheesecake factory and had to follow their rule. It's like when you go to Chick-fil-A and you say thank you and they're like, my pleasure. It's the same thing. So I'm not necessarily mad at this guy, but I was annoyed by him the whole time. Like, I'm sitting here. We had just eaten a nice meal. I had a couple of drinks. And you get there. And now I'm starting to feel like, oh, I got to fart and stuff like that. But I'm in like a corner of a dark room and I'm trying not to fart because... I'm going to fucking stink this place out. So I'm like already kind of on edge. And I'm like, all right, what are we going to get here? Let's look at it. And then you pull up the menu and it's on like an iPad, which I appreciate because it's in the dark so you can actually read it. But the thing is like the pictures on the iPad weren't, they were like kind of blurry, low resolution. And I felt like I was in a cheesecake factory. Like if you were at a cheesecake factory and you like, like the menu was all cream color kind of things. And then they had like blowjob shots, which is just like a bunch of melted chocolate around a rim or the rim job shot. Like they're called rim jobs or something like that. But everything is like, everything was like sweet, but like a sexy play on words. Like we, and then I thought like, all right, so I can get past all that. I can be not so, I can just get past that sometimes. But then I thought what we were getting after all this talk, all this time, I thought it, something was going to show up where, like, a it comes on a contraption and it looks all crazy, and you pull a little fucking lever, and then the syrup falls down and melts a chocolate egg, and the egg will pour out, and then it's like the best thing you've ever had. Like that's what I've been expecting. Like that's what I picture in my head when it's like, oh, this place is is dedicated to just elegant desserts that are like sexual it's better than sex like if this is going to be better than sex ah like that and it came out and was like a cheesecake factory cheesecake it came out on the plate it was fine it was a good peanut butter thing it was not bad it just was like i went to the cheesecake factory and there was like three little chocolate chips and then like they're like oh my god there's this excellent like jelly concentrate so it's like a peanut butter and jelly and it's incredible and it's just a little like a little spoon like uh fucking i don't know i don't have a little oh strange i don't have a little spoon on my desk for some reason i haven't been smoking any crack before the show so it comes out with this little spoon that has this jelly concentrate stuff on it and you kind of like dip it in it but it's like it's like a a sixteenth of a teaspoon, or, all right, maybe an eighth of a teaspoon of this stuff. So it's not like infused in it. So you have a cheesecake factory cheesecake on a plate in the dark with a little spoon of like kind of sweet stuff. It was just, it was fine. And if it's, I thought it was going to be better than sex because when when you're younger, it's just like better than sex. Oh my god, they must be so good. And then when when now at the stage of my life, it's like, okay, you have the option to have sex at night or I'm going to eat this big-ass fucking cheesecake and there's no way we're having sex. So if if that's off the table, then – and I'm just going to be farting anyway. Like this this cake better be delicious. And it just was like – I was just annoyed. I don't think I'm ever going to go back there. I, uh, yeah. So – if you're planning on going, I highly recommend the peanut butter penetration or peanut butter pleasure. 
Yeah, it was fine. It was good. It was fine. It doesn't matter. All right. So anyway, one of the things that I wanted to get into is a term I call pit wop. Perfection in the way of progress. Uh, I came up with this term myself. I did not steal this from a previous boss that I had. This is completely my idea. Um, It's trademarked. It's patented. I did not take this from somebody who uh, presented this idea to me or in any company meetings. This is completely my idea. So the reason why this came up was I was talking talking with this guy and it was just funny how timing worked out because I go into this bar, you know, wife goes to sleep around this trip in Savannah. I walk go out to a bar all this stuff i get there there's one open bar seat sit down at the only one in the whole place the guy turns to me and he's like hey dude how are you we end up talking for two hours he's in the same boat with making music he's kind of gotten stuck with some stuff and uh and dude i'm freaking right there i'm in the same spot but it was cool to be able to talk through it and hear somebody else dealing with the same stuff and one of the things that I noticed, and I do this myself, I'm still doing it right now, and I'm actively trying to break out of it, but I keep putting these roadblocks in my own way, and I do it by saying I need it to be perfect, and whatever perfect is, I need, so let's take this this music that I'm, I'm going to put out here soon, I recorded acoustic guitar with several cam- cameras at a park, and I think it'll just look cool, and it'll be cool and people will enjoy it but then i come up with all these reasons why it can't go out or or things like that or hey why it's not perfect they're like oh man the mix like it recorded clearly but it didn't separate the recordings correctly so maybe this won't sound that great or like i sung a part in the song and it's kind of not that great so maybe i won't put as much effort into it and i you know I don't need to get it like as good as I can get it. And then, you know, it's not perfect. So maybe it's not the right time to put it out. So you have one thought that's telling you, hey, it's not good enough. And so it's not perfect enough. So I'm not going to put it out. And then kind of at the same time, you can overwork on something and be like, no, it's got to be perfect. I have to get this just right. That's not really ready to go. That This isn't quite ready. That's not quite ready. And sure, if you're already moving things along and you've put things out there and you have a following and you have all these things, that could be true. This might not be applicable for you. I'm more talking about somebody who's trying to launch something. Are you trying to put in perfection as a way to hide from what you're trying to accomplish like i i i do this like i so those are the like two of the ways you can do it either hey it's not perfect enough so i won't put it out or hey this needs to be perfect so i won't and what it does is it allows you to never actually put it out there for criticism and if you don't really put it out there for criticism you never get to really feel the failure and you never get to feel that pain of being rejected, of people not liking it, all that stuff. But you also, you never get out of the self-inflicted pain of not putting it out because if you can create these things and you know it, you actually, you know that at your core that you can do it and you know that you're not 
doing what you need to do. You're not living up to your fullest potential with all this shit. So if you live in that zone, time just fucking passes you by and suddenly every day you wake up, you feel like you're further and further and further and further from being able to hit that goal. Whereas it's not any further today than it was a year, two, three, five years ago. You just haven't taken the steps to actually move forward and finally hit that failure, rejection, or possible success. He said something interesting in our conversation that I was like, fuck, dude, you nailed it, and I did the same exact thing. And it's a really nice trick, but it doesn't, you know you're full of shit when you do it, but I appreciate that he admitted this. He said, I put together this whole album of all this stuff and I built it and I made this album that I wanted to sit up on the shelf with the equivalence of, you know, Dark Side of the Moon with like any great album, whatever your favorite band is or anything like that. I wanted to create an album that just sat up there and was like that level, but also didn't want to actually find out from other people if it was to that level so it was and i did this too he 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 released it he recorded he put it out but didn't do anything really to promote it to its fullest extent to get people to listen to do all that kind of stuff or if there was some effort it wasn't like the full out effort of making that happen and i did the same thing i have an acoustic album that i released in like 2021 Maybe twenty early 2021, something like that. Maybe 22. I actually don't even know. I have to go back and look at it. But I recorded it like, people are going to love this shit. This is going to change the world. People are going to hear this and immediately be like inspired. They're going to love it. They're going to want me to play shows. They're going to do all this stuff. And then I was like, yeah, but it's not quite perfect. And I don't know if... I should use this as the thing that really a lot of people see. Maybe I just need to get it out there and then just keep working on new stuff and that can, you know, carry me later. But for now, I'm just going to be like real chill about it and I'll just put this out and then kind of hope that people will find it. Guess what? I have two fucking monthly listeners on Spotify. It's my buddy Matt. And I don't think my mom has Spotify. I think those are the only two people that listen. I might be my own second monthly listener on Spotify. That's possible. (laughs) So, like, you have all these things. And the thing that sucks about it, too, I went back and listened to this album. And I listened to the first four songs. And it's fucking good. It's really good. Like, it's each song goes through these journeys, all this stuff. And, uh... I'll, I'll, dude, if you're listening to this, I'll talk to you after. And if you're cool with it, I'll put a link to your stuff. If you don't want people knowing, I won't. But it's actually like a good album. It takes you through all these different phases, different steps. The songs are good. They change. Like it's really, really good. But there's like, there's like a hesitation. And there's like some sort of wanting things to be perfect or saying that you want it to be perfect that prevents you from putting it out. Like that's that's what I go through 
on the shit as well. So a couple of things that's been helpful for getting past that. Definitely we talked about in the last one, just setting these goals and not worrying about being accepted, not knowing that you're going to face this stuff alone. You're not going to have the support. Your parents are not going to understand what you're doing. Most people won't understand what you're doing. Like I said last time, I'm looking at a camera in my garage on a Tuesday night. What the fuck am I doing? But I'm here. I enjoy this stuff. This is what I'm here for. So I set the goal of where I want to go. And I just say like, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to show up here every Tuesday night. If for some reason, like I know that I will be out of pocket on a Tuesday night, I'll pre-record this and I'll make sure that it goes out on Wednesday morning on schedule. This is what I'm doing. It's where I'm going. I'm making music. I'm working with somebody once a week. All these kind of things like uh, for my company that I work for, like I have a sales goal. I'm going to hit that. That's where I'm going. So hit it, setting those goals is definitely helpful because it makes those possible little roadblocks of releasing, getting rejected, getting criticism, all this stuff. Like it makes that um, easier because that matters less. So like when you don't have that stuff, the criticism and rejection feels like it matters so, so much. And so you do want to hide from it. So you make your goal to not feel that rejection and criticism versus uh, to hit that goal. So you actually kind of internally focus on what do I need to do to not feel that rejection and criticism? Oh, I'm going to pretend like I need this to be perfect and that will help me avoid it. So setting those goals is definitely helpful. Just knowing that you're going to be alone is definitely helpful. But also, like, look back at some of the things that you've done in the past, things that you've accomplished, uh, things that you put together. Like in this case, like he made this album. You look back on it. It's fucking solid. And then he showed me, like, this other stuff with stop animation things. And it was like, dude, how the hell did you make this? This is, this is like, impressive. It was it was like all intricately done. Like, so it, you can go through your own Instagram. You can go through your own file folder. Like if you have something on your computer, like whatever your goal is, like I'm just making this up, but if you want to design stuff or do animation, like go look back at the past things that you've done. Like take a look at what you've already accomplished and try to appreciate that and look at like, Hey, I was able to do that because I spent some time on it. I focused in, I did what I needed to do, and I actually made something that was useful and it was good. And I showed it to a few friends and family members and they actually thought that it was impressive. Like that's a great start because it's a kind of a reminder that you can do it. I don't really know if I have anything else to say on this point, but if you are trying to make things perfect in order to have it be the perfect time or like the perfect circumstances or once these things happen in my life and this goes away, if you're waiting for the perfect scenario or what you're doing to be perfect, you're just going to be waiting forever and then another thing will pop up that will prevent you. So like I didn't have kids for a long time. I have a daughter that's almost two now and – now that I have kind of realized after having her, I do realize that time runs out now. And I have less available time, but now with that, I'm actually 
using my time more efficiently. So rather than being like, oh, I have all the time in the world to do this podcast and all this stuff, I write throughout the week to make sure that I stay sharp, all that kind of stuff. But I'm doing this once a week. I sit down, I record, usually for about a half hour. It takes me like two hours to kind of edit, put all this stuff, bounce it down. It takes another hour or so to upload it to YouTube, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. So I've got like a five-hour chunk of time from like 9 p.m. to 2 to 1 or 2 in the morning on these nights to get this shit done. That's not a ton of time, but with it, I can actually make this stuff happen and I can keep it moving. That's not a perfect timing, and timing was actually way better before I had kids. I just didn't use it efficiently, and so like I would blame other things and, hey, it's really not the right time for this or that. There's there's always going to be these things that pop up that will make it not ideal. It doesn't matter, and you will not feel any better having waited another month, another three, six months, another year, two years, five years. You won't feel any better, and then you're going to feel more and more ostracized. You're going to feel less like you have less self-worth. And then all those doubts that you had about what you're doing and the potential critics, you're actually making that fake criticism, not fake criticism, but currently non-existent criticism, you're actually making it real before you even launch it. Because the older you get and the less you do, if you come out at 30 with something that's like, ah, pretty good, you're a 30 year old that came out with something pretty good but if you're 40 and you're just kind of starting it like that's a little harder of a hump for those potential critics to come at you with it doesn't it still doesn't fucking matter but if you're 40 and you're listening to this i i'm 30 dude i'm i'm not even going to fucking try to give advice or anything like that i don't know what you're going through so just write this off if you need to. I, I don't know what to say. But those are the main points. If you can look back at what you've accomplished, that will help set a goal to where you're going forward so it doesn't fucking matter. I'm going to do this once a week. I'm going to do this every day. I'm going to do this once a month. Whatever that cadence is for you, set it up. Keep moving forward. It's not going to be perfect. If you want to put stuff out, like I have to get better at this too for the show. Like I get worried about the clips where we're going to think it's just me. It's not my guests. It's me talking now. Like, what are going to be in these clips? And then I kind of like false start it. So for this episode, I'm going to try to put out a shitload of clips, more than I'm even comfortable with. A bunch of the clips might be terrible. But hey, if I'm going to put this out, I better take my own advice. So yeah, I, uh, I think that's it for me. I hope that this was useful to somebody. And... I actually do want to hear from you. If you have a, if you have something that you want to share about this, if you have a story, if you have a reflection on it, if you have a word of the day, uh, we have a single spot that I want to start using and I want to start getting your guys' feedback on the show. Maybe you guys can communicate with each other through this. It's called podinbox.com and it's called it's podinbox.com slash chine on. But please go leave a message, go in. Tell me something that you've been dealing with on in your life, in your artistic journey, in your work, in trying to overcome these things. 
If you haven't figured it out, great. Let us know. Leave a message. If you don't want your name, put a fake name in there. If you want to put it on there but you don't want us to say the name on the show, we can take it out. That's fine. But we'll play that audio, and I would like to get people's feedback on this and get your insights and talk through it. The way that I come up with these episodes is from real conversations that I have with real people throughout the week. I talk to them, and then it helps me figure out my own life. So I actually would appreciate it if you would leave a message, if you would reach out and interact. It actually helps me. So, yeah, that's what I'll say. Podinbox.com slash chine on. I would appreciate it. Um, we may be getting some sponsors here soon, too. So this is a, you know, this the show's kind of taken off a little bit. We get little pops and things like that. We put out a human trafficking interview um, about a week ago, and it's already got over 100 views on the full episode. Really high watch time, so thank you, everybody, who's checked those out and watched them. I really appreciate it. That's a fucked-up topic that, uh, especially if you're a parent and you want to know how, like, these child predators are using social media to, like, groom kids. There's a term called... Uh, Romeos in there so if you've got especially if you got like a young daughter or a teenage daughter man the importance of giving like a good family and a good family environment and being aware of what's going on is huge I am going to knock on wood right now because yeah I got a two year old and I can't be slipping on this shit and I don't want to invite that bad juju into my life but uh i do want to be aware of it and yeah so thank you guys for listening i appreciate it have a great day and i'll talk to you soon bye bye